Hi everyone, Don Vandemark here, and today we've got uh, Jeff Stern on from Referee Magazine. Thank you for joining today, Jeff. Well, thanks for having me. For sure. So, um, wanted to been, been hoping to get somebody on from Referee Magazine for a while. So I appreciate you taking the time. Now you are a uh, you are a current football official, correct? I am. I'll be All entering right. my forty second year. 42nd year. Very good. And yep. and how did you get started and, and what's your journey been like? What states have you been in? That sort of thing. Uh, I started out uh, when I, w- I was a sports writer for a long time. Okay. And um, actually, I got started because um, I was a really lousy football player. <laughs> and But I, but I love the game. I love I loved the game and uh, I wanted to stay involved. Also a sports writer at the time. And um, so on Friday nights, I would go out and cover games, but that didn't really, um, that didn't scratch the itch enough. So uh, I, I talked to officials uh, on a couple of Friday nights and uh, asked uh, how difficult it was to get involved. And um, of course, they made it sound really easy and a lot of fun. <laughs> so uh, uh, that's how I got involved. I got started. I started working um, in, in the good old days back then. You, you started out at the youth level and you worked your way up. Sure. And uh, uh, so it was quite a while before I ever got a sniff of varsity. By this time, I'd gotten out of sports writing, so it made it a little easier to to work into the the Friday nights and uh, to get on a crew. And uh, so I've been at it, like I said, about forty forty one years. Finished this year, going in my forty second. Uh, I've been in Wisconsin for uh, all that time. Wow. Um, okay. I did do I did do Division three college for sixteen years. I've been retired from that for about two three years. Um, so uh, that was a goal of mine too was to was to work some college so um, I pretty much have fulfilled all my goals I would say well great yeah it, it certainly seems like that that's great that's awesome um, appreciate all, all you've done uh, over those years for sure um, so you you work for Re- referee magazine now what what do you do at referee magazine and, and how long have you been there I've been here for 23 years Okay. Uh, my t- my title is senior editor. Uh, mostly, um, I'm responsible for the football coverage of the magazine, um, but I nobody here just has one job. Um, sure. So I I also do a lot of proofreading. Um, I do a lot. I manage the freelance uh, photographers. Um, I, I manage my own freelance writers. Um, so um, so anything that's football comes comes over my desk. Um, not only do the the uh, articles in the magazine. But we do a number of books and other publications. We have uh, agreements with the uh, CCA, the Collegiate Commissioners Association, and the National Federation. So we do a number of publications with them, and I work with them uh, to get those publications rolling. Uh, you're probably familiar with the, the CCA uh, mechanics manuals sure. uh, and the Simplified and Illustrated. Um, and with the National Federation, we do their uh, the rules by topic, the Simplified and Illustrated, their preseason guide, and the uh, PowerPoint presentation that kind of uh, illustrates the new rules and the simplified and illustrated for them. So uh, it keeps me hopping. Uh, it's, it, there's never a dull day here, and there's certainly never a day when you can put your feet up on the desk and just <laughs> kind of take it easy. <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, uh, all, all those things that, that you mentioned are something I, I, I really enjoy. I, I, I look forward to receiving my, my referee magazine every month. Um, for a while, the football section and the all-sports sections were the only sections that mattered. Um, I, I did pick up soccer this year, so I was able to, to start to use that section as well. Um, 
And then I also picked up lacrosse, which you all don't cover, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned the all sports. I, I also do that, that, not because I do that, but... Um, yeah. And, and the other thing that we, we try to uh, try to get across to people, and, and a lot of people don't believe me, but um, you can learn a lot from the sports that you don't work. Right. There are a lot of uh, the, like the we run some stuff in our other in our other sports, but there may be a, a thing in there about um, you know pause, read, and react that is that goes across all sports that that could could help you as a football official as well. So we like to think that even though. Um, you know, again, you're not a softball or a baseball umpire. You maybe you're just a one sport official. The all sports column can certainly help you, but other other things in the magazine, the feature stories too. Um, you know, the 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 personal trials and tribulations of an official, or or possibly uh, you know how they got to the next level can can help any of it. Sure, sure. That's uh, and and, and I do enjoy the uh, I, I do go through the all sports section because, like you said, it does it does tend to cross over. Every once in a while, I'll read the basketball section because um, I did do one year basketball, um, so that it it certainly does seem to, uh, especially the ones that are talking more about mechanics. There, there are things you can pick up in in other sports mechanics that um, the rules, not necessarily, but the mechanics sometimes you right. can. So. Exactly, and, and I, I did basketball for a number of years. Uh, I was a baseball for forty years. Um, I did softball for a short time. You know, I certainly do love officiating, um, but I just kind of uh, gravitated towards baseball and football. And football is the one that uh, I have my most passion for. Sure, sure. Well, great. So let's talk about the uh, the, the football section for for a few minutes. Um, the right. the football section's usually got a, a few different subparts in it. It's got usually a few articles and maybe an interview, um, some some test questions and some case plays and maybe a couple little snippets here and there as well. Um, how does all that come together? We'll start with the articles. How do how do the articles come in? Um, you said you've got a. Is it just freelance writers? Do you have writers on staff? How does that work? It's it's interesting how it how it happens, and this is pretty much how all of our editor our sport editors work. Uh, we'll get photos in from our our network of uh, freelance photographers, and they'll go through them and they'll see a photo of a pole or something, and they'll say really interesting that's that would make a great column and from there that column to one of our freelance writers or else they'll do it themselves um and and uh, this this comes over a period of time so we try to get as many of those in the bank as we can um and if something maybe doesn't lend itself if there's a uh something that doesn't lend itself to a photo you know we can still run that without a photo that would uh, lend itself to a, one of the uh, play picks or a mechanogram where we show the movement of the officials or what they're looking at or something like that. <laughs> it drives my wife nuts because I have a pad and a pen in our living room, and when I'm watching a game, I'll quick grab it and, and, uh, and jot down this play. And uh, she's always wanting to put that pad and pen away, and I go, no, leave it there. i got to have that in case something happens. So... Um, so then again, I'll, I'll either uh, farm that out to a, a, a freelance writer or I'll write it myself. And, uh, uh, and now the, the problem, of course, with being a monthly magazine is it comes out months and months later, but there's nothing we can do about that. But still, um, it gives us time to really dig into that play. Um, possibly we'd have to go to the national rules editor or the official who actually worked that play or something like that and get some sort of explanation on how either. Um, but that's the beauty of having a monthly magazine is we get time to really dig into it. 
Um, and then there are the natural ones, the, uh, the rule change articles we try to get in every year. Um, and again, some explanation there and try to dig into them. Um, so we give our readers something that, um, some explanation beyond just what, what they get from the National uh, Federation or the NCAA. Sure, sure. Well, great. And, and how do, so, so that, that's how the articles come together. I assume you all have probably like a, a database or a bank of the test questions and the case plays that you're, you're working from, uh, or, or are you writing those scratch for, for every month? A little of both. Um, okay. And sometimes what happens is uh, a reader will email or call in something that happened to them. And those are the best because true to life. Sure. And maybe they're not—they're not, you know, absolutely not covered in the in the case book. Um, one of my favorite stories uh, when I was—I was a baseball editor for quite a few years, and uh, working at my desk on a Wednesday afternoon, and the phone rings, and uh, a guy says, "Hey, I got a baseball question for you. I hope you can help me." Um, okay, he tells me the situation. I said, "Well, hey, if you can give me about ten minutes, this is really complicated. I'd like—I'd like to go into the rule book and." dig into it he says well the problem is we're standing at home plate it's <laughs> me and my partner and the two coaches and the coaches have agreed that whatever you say that's what we'll abide by <laughs> and uh and i said okay well uh which which team is paying you and he said well this team that made, that thinks it's this i says then go with them <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm not 100 percent sure that that was kosher but uh <laughs> but they they wound up uh, untangling it and uh so, so things like that, the, the, real, the real life situations are the best. And uh, so we get a number that way. Okay, well, very good, very good. And then, uh, and then the, do, the, do the interviews just come up with somebody you, you feel is topical that you want to talk to? Or how do, you, how do you arrange the interviews? Pretty much, yeah, the people who are topical or uh, the NASO Summit every year draws a number of, of uh, the, uh, high-level officials or, or interesting officials and we're able then to meet those people and it, it makes it convenient for us to to gather those uh, then and uh, we, we built some really good relationships with the nfl and ncaa and um, some some uh, high level high school officials and the state association people are wonderful if we reach out and we say hey you know there's a high school uh uh, situation that we heard about that a few years ago in Louisiana. I don't know if you remember that uh, that these high school officials got arrested and dragged off the field in a horrible situation. Sure. And Louisiana people and the officials themselves are just great about about giving us the the backstory on that. Um, so so that those kind of things um, when they fall together, uh, uh, they they just they just make for just fascinating stories, just jaw jaw dropping stuff. Sure, and uh, they re they really uh, uh, everybody I think uh, finds those things interesting. Yeah, yeah. I the uh, outside of outside of the magazine, um, number of books that that uh, the referee magazine company puts out, um, and that that the, they're always very useful. And having having purchased a few of them and read through a few of them, uh, they they sometimes seem to draw from. Um, some of the articles that have maybe been in past magazines maybe be a little bit more expansive in certain areas. Um, it, th th those books are usually very useful. I think I had the, um, I don't, uh, it's sitting in my, it's sitting in the other room. I should have grabbed it before we talked. Uh, the, the football, I guess, preseason book. 
um, mm-hmm. the, the magazine sized one. Um, right. And that, that was a great read, you know, going into the season, just a nice way to, to get the, the mind going um, before the season. And, and um, how do those, how do you, how do those books get put together? What, who do you use to, to put the various pieces in that? You, our marketing team is, is got their finger on the pulse of the, pardon the, pardon the cliche, but they, they have, um, they figured out really what our market wants. Sure. And, um, and, and we have a, a yearly meeting where we get together with our marketing team and they say, hey, you know, this, this is either sold in the past or, or maybe this is something that, um, that we can sell. Uh, so between the, them and us, uh, it's a team effort. We, we put those things together. Um, for instance, uh, many years ago we had uh, a guidebook that was every, every position Every situation, past, long past, uh, goal line plays. It was a ginormous book. It looked like a you know a, a good sized city's phone book. Um, but we thought, well, you know, heck, somebody doesn't want to lug this thing around. So let's break it out. Let's do each position. So then we came up with the position power series. So this year we're coming out with the last in that series. That's the the working deep. Sure. So maybe you don't want to see what the umpire is doing because you're the back judge. So, okay, here's everything you need to know about being a back judge. So that kind of collaborative effort um, helps us uh, really address our market. And we've seen that, that, that the numbers on these things, when we sell these books, it tells us what the market, is, what the market wants. Sure. And uh, sure, you know, we, we have a swing and a miss every now and then, but... Um, Generally speaking, our football readership has been really good to us as far as as far as supporting our, our publications. So um, that's that's really you know it's it's not so much trial and error. So um, and and I think anything that um, that is rules based, where we can we can explain the rules a little bit better, you know, get, because that's that's where people really. Uh, I think want their education is in the rules because they're. Let's face it. I mean, they're they're confusing. Right. Um, I feel so sorry for the people in Massachusetts. I don't know if you've heard, but they're going from NCAA all these years, and now all of a sudden this year they're going to federation rules. Yeah. Um, what a transition. Sure. So, um, we're hoping that, that we can kind of help them and uh, get in that transition and switch them over very quickly. So. Um, Something like that, or, or maybe somebody who's just breaking in to uh, to uh, to football and 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 needs that that burst into uh, into the rules. So we try we try to it, it's kind of a it's it's a test or it's a task to have the rules or, or actually any of our publications be simple enough that somebody who's just getting going can understand them, but yet not so dumbed down that the veteran isn't challenged by it sure and that's that's a fine line that we walk all the time and um and it's a challenge for me and i I just hope i i'm able to do that every month and with every book yeah now it uh, as i said i'm I'm a real big fan of all the publications um and and every one i've had has been been a quality quality publication that that i really enjoy um, and, I appreciate and, that, and and I certainly think for for the newer officials, they are a great resource. Um, I, I may take so we we usually start here in Central Florida. We usually start our our training class in June. Um, I may take I've got um, five or six of the really thin um, 
small books uh, mm-hmm. uh, on the various mechanics, you know, and, and the very you know holding passive fears, things like that. I may take right. that 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 set to the training class and just say, "Hey guys, pass these around, share them around every week." I I don't. It's not that I don't need them, but I've I've been through them, and they would make a uh, they they would be really useful to to you guys. So uh, definitely want to share those around. We appreciate that, and uh, and again, that's that's something that instead of trying to teach everything, you know, here here's a rule or here's a situation that we think you can learn it, you know, and you kind of master that, and then you move on to the next. So yeah. um, that was that, that again. That was our marketing team came up with that, and and it's been very successful for us for a very long time. So. Um, they're always thinking, and, and we're working together. It's a collaborative thing, and uh, and we've been very happy with the results. Sure. So, uh, the the general distribution of of the magazine itself, um, I think I, I received my first one with with my you know my NASO membership, or or, or I believe that's how it, how. What are the distribution channels? Is that the only way it gets out? I don't. I don't think it is because I think there's an NASO member issue, and then there's a different an issue without that NASO insert. Correct? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, one of the benefits of being an NASO member is uh, a subscription, and the vast majority of the people who uh, receive the magazine get it through their NASO membership. But you can just be a subscriber only. So um, again, because we value I mean, we value all of our our, our subscribers and sure. members, but um, like an added benefit so member is there is more content in the inside that um, it's called it's official, um, and in, inside that there are more case plays, there are uh, more sport columns uh, again, so you get more bang for your buck there that a just a regular regular subscriber doesn't get. And uh, it's it's a it's a niche magazine. You know, I've had I've had friends and relatives say, "Why don't I see your your magazine on the newsstand when I go to the airport? Or it would be fun to read it in the airport." And uh, you know, it's just it's a niche, you know. Sure. So um, it, it just it wouldn't pay for us to to start all over and newsstands and whatnot. Um, so we found that this is the most successful way to distribute it. And it's worked for us for forty some years. So uh, sure. if it ain't broke, why fix it, right? <laughs> and for, for for sure, for sure, yeah. I, it it uh, what is what's the general um, circulation of the magazine? What are, what are the monthly numbers for that? Roughly, it's forty thousand right now. Forty thousand. Okay, that that's yep. still that's a significant amount of of uh, issues you're putting out there. So that's great. It really is. Yeah. Um, huh. If you look at the, uh, it's forty years at the number of magazines that have started and failed it's, sure. an, it's an incredible number uh, yeah. so we're very proud and we're and we're very fortunate to uh, uh, thank thankfully for our readers and our supporters that we've been around that long and, um, and we're working like the days to keep it going <laughs> yeah yeah so and and I, I read it something in in there's a NFHS football officials Facebook group um, and I read somebody had a suggestion in there, and I'm going to do that. I, I I used to just keep all the all the magazines. I had a stack mm-hmm. of you know three three years worth, um, just so I could go back through the case plays. Um, but I found that I was never doing that, so so I got rid of them. But then I read this this one suggestion, which I wish I hadn't have gotten rid of them now, and that is whenever you're on an airplane, take one, leave it in the seat pocket, um, and you never know who might pick it up and and that could be the start of their officiating journey. 
So yeah, a great, I, great recruiting tool. That yeah, is very I, good. I, I, I'm going to start doing that now. I, I end up flying, you know, six times a year or something like that. So I'm going to keep all my issues. Just put put one in the in the back seat of uh, of a plane, and then the, uh, you know, staple my my business card to it with just a short note. Um, making sure that there's that, that if they are interested and want to reach out to somebody on help on how to get started, they can. Uh, I'll, I'll certainly help them where, wherever they are. We can figure out what association they need to be talking to. That, so. That's a great idea. Um, yeah. I think you know, just leaving it anywhere, the barber shop or, sure. or anywhere you go, um, um, health clubs uh, where yeah. people work out. You know, because already you know they're in they're in decent shape and and they're probably able to run up and down the court or the field or or the ice or wherever they may be. Um, you know, because we need people. Let's face it. Yeah. Um, uh, the numbering and and uh, you just have to think about games being canceled or or uh, you know having games having to be doubled up or, or moved or whatever because of the lack of officials and um, so any any idea is a good idea I think as far as recruiting officials go for sure for sure and I know I know we see that covered uh, not quite weekly but it feels close to weekly that some publication somewhere has an article on it. Um, and I know it's not something you all necessarily cover all that often because it's just preaching. A, it's preaching the choir, and B, it's repetitive um, because we right. do see that same story everywhere. Exactly. Short of shortage of football, shortage of basketball, shortage of soccer. It, it you pick the you pick the biggest ones, and there's an article about it somewhere. Um, yeah. The 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 three sports I do the the biggest pinch we felt is in lacrosse. Um, I can imagine, and and that is that we we did have to move move games later in the day so that we could take one official from one game, have him finish, and then move him to the to the to the next one. So um, it, it's certainly and, and the the problem I think we have here in Central Florida with with that is it's perfectly uh, merged with the flag football season. So it's going to be hard to get those people to do both sports. Um, I, I try, and I end up having to turn away flag football games because I know we have more flag football officials than we do lacrosse. So exactly. um, I, 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 I make sure we got one of them covered. So Right. But, so that's, um, I, that, that's a, a lot of uh, what I, I had to ask you about regarding the, the magazine. Is there anything I'm missing about the magazine or – um, is there anything people out there can can do to to get involved or or to get a magazine sent to a friend or anything like that? I would I would never turn down people to our website uh, referee.com or sure. naso.org, um, and any questions they have, they'll contact me, Jay Stern, S T E R N, at sure. referee.com. I'd be happy to send one out, and uh, maybe we can get them hooked either on the magazine or officiating or both. And, okay. Uh, be happy to do that. Well, excellent. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to spend with me today. And, uh, and hopefully we, uh, hopefully if, if people aren't, uh, aren't in, in looking through their magazine, we can get them to, to dive back into the magazine and, and the other publications you've got. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. 
We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight 'Em Down by Flash Fluority, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode.